From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, April 25th. I'm Sarah Reif. The Fort Bragg City Council accepted a $345,000 grant last night for a police department program called Project Right Now to provide services to young people who are using opioids. And Uwe Wesley of Mama Grows Funk Local Fame addressed the Grassroots Institute on Sunday to talk about a new indigenous women-led farming nonprofit, Hakaka Delay, at Fortunate Farms. Councilmember Lindy Peters predicted that efforts to change the name of Fort Bragg will pick up again this summer, as the military base in North Carolina changes its name to Fort Liberty. That Fort Bragg was named after a Confederate General Braxton Bragg. We, of course, were named after a retired Union General when we were named. But when that happens on June 2nd, you can bet your bottom dollar pressure's coming back on us from the outside. Peters also appointed Richard Niels to replace outgoing planning commissioner Stanley Miklos, assuring everyone that Niels can read a floor plan and he does believe in the existence of climate change. Police Chief Neil Cervenka reported on the grant that his department applied for. We began looking for funding opportunities for the care response unit to continue that grant, and we found this one. Dozens of agencies applied all over the state. Fort Bragg Police Department was the only law enforcement agency to apply. It uses a um, very innovative technique to try and uh, reduce the number of youth ages 12 through 24 that are dependent or that even use opiates. And the reason why it's so important is uh, Mendocino County has a very high rate of opioid abuse. We are the second highest in the state for overdoses, which is uh, 21.1 per 100,000 or three times the state average. This grant was for $345,000 and I'm sorry, $345,363. And it uh, lasts for 14 months. It will fund uh, one of our crew team members and it will fund the equivalent of a full-time success coach. The lead success coach is Bethany Brewer, who's in the back right now, and she will lead a team of other success coaches. The concept of this program is that we will get referrals through the schools, self-referrals, parents, uh, churches, and other organizations, as well as using police officers to refer into the program. So, for example, uh, they arrest a 20-year-old for shoplifting who admits he has an opioid addiction. He's given the option to join Project right now. If he or she chooses to join Project right now, they will continue with the criminal justice process. However, immediately a crew team member will come out and do a triage right there before he goes to jail. They'll determine insurance and all those barriers that have prevented this person from going to rehab in the first place. When they go to jail, the crew team member will start working on finding them a bed space that they can get into immediately upon exit from jail. So there's no break. They go to rehab. They complete the 60 to 180 day rehab. And then we go back to court and try and get that charge dismissed that is going to prevent them from success later in life. Cervenka said the referral process would be comprehensive and assured the council that the program is not about arresting people who use drugs. There's not going to be a fear of being arrested for this problem right. when the police show up. That right. has to be clear. Yeah. We're, we're hoping to catch them before they get arrested. 
As spring gets underway, another group is working to restore the health of the land and its original stewards. In a heartfelt presentation for the Grassroots Institute at the Casper Community Center on Sunday, local activist, musician, dancer, and educator Uwe Wesley spoke about how she had recovered from an illness at Fortunate Farms, a beloved fixture in the local sustainable farming community. Eventually, she took over six acres of the farm and gave it the name Hakako Dele, which means water runs through the meadow in northern Pomo. Fortunate Farms continues alongside Hakako Dele in the same location on the Jug Handle State Natural Reserve in Casper. Wesley now serves as the executive director of the new nonprofit, which includes learning how to write grants, kill rats, and show up in ways that are not always comfortable. We just got our fourth grant. We've had a lot of micro, well, not a lot. We've had three micro, two micro grants, $10,000 grant. We recently got a $15,000 grant. And we're learning. We're all teaching us ourselves how to write grants and how to show up and how to listen. And it's an indigenous-led board that we are actually listening to the people on the land. Even though we're a board all together, we're recreating, instructionally recreating a board, slowly but surely, and unlearning a lot of patterns of colonial structure that is not healthy for our land and not healthy for the relationship of our indigenous community. And unlearning, as you all may know, is very difficult. As for showing up, Wesley issued an invitation to an upcoming event at Hakako Delay that sounds a little like a party and a little like a work day. The 29th is our first volunteer public family event. We'll have food. I'm gonna make shave ice. Raleigh Duncan so graciously, graciously donated a Hawaiian shave ice machine. So I'm going to make some shave ice, but uh, come be part of the weaving. Come and uh, talk stories and ask questions. That's the best way to, to know what we're doing is to show up. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.